what's up welcome back to guitar blah blah now if you're a regular listener of this podcast you'll be familiar with the work of fran fret guitars based in spain uh in particular because i had fran of fran fret guitars on for a double episode interview where we went kind of in depth into talking about fran fret guitars and also you know just went off and talked about music talked about where the guitar is headed all that good stuff well, I want to give you guys a little bit of a heads up to go and make sure that you are checking out the work of Fran Frick Guitars at the moment um, because I got a little bit of an advanced look, a little bit of a sneak peek of a new, something new, something new coming from Fran Frick Guitars. Um, there's a little bit of a kind of teaser of it out there in the world as well. And um, I've got to see a bit more than that in advance, which is really, really cool. And this is a build that you're going to want to check out. Especially, I wanted to highlight this at the moment because everyone's got a big thing at the moment for anything even vaguely super strat-like. <laughs> you know, you will have noticed this, man. If you if you looked at like the the guitars that were coming out this year and everything that was announced at the virtual kind of version of the NAM show and all of that stuff, it is definitely there's a bit of an 80s kick and everything like that. But also just spiraling out from even specifically 80s, just anything kind of super strat like definitely in more diverse ways in terms of genre of music that you might associate with some of the designs it goes beyond you know necessarily on that kind of 80s kick but still coming out from that place of the super strat people are really into it um people are really into some cool finishes and some some kind of cool looks and aesthetics and combinations with more loud and in your face kind of finishes more bright finishes that's something that you know i did for my kind of year predictions of stuff happening in guitar this year talking about sparkle finishes and just kind of louder more in your face finishes i went through a whole bunch of reasons why i think we're seeing a trend towards that i definitely feel like just to touch on that that's been upheld from this year the number of companies coming out with sparkle finished guitars are really totally mixed up louder metallic finishes and things um but just also brighter colors and combinations between um natural woods and brighter finishes and how those come together that are definitely a lot more stand out uh if you're a fan of that if you're into it which a lot, again just like the super strat stuff a lot of you guys must be because we're seeing this stuff everywhere um you're going to enjoy seeing that here as well but in a in a really kind of its own way both those things um in terms of how the super strat elements are done and taken in different directions here from this new guitar coming up from Fran Frick Guitars. It's a new direction for it. It's something that's going to appeal to kind of a broader range of people, I think, than a lot of the Superstrats, which really kind of tried to target, especially in the way they're presented. I mean, they're, they're very, by its nature, it's a very versatile guitar. You, could, you know, any guitar is a really versatile, in my opinion. But, um, you know, if you've got a loadout like that, as, as you often see on, on a quote-unquote super strat s guitar really versatile you know but they kind of get pigeonholed in the way they're presented or with some of the finish options or with some of the other loadout options like for example with a floyd or something like that they kind of get pigeonholed in you know this is a shred kind of thing or or this is being aimed at this type of player and you know that makes sense they're, they're trying to target different models of different people these companies but the cool thing about a custom builder like with frown for it doing this is um it's made with players in mind rather than the mass market so that can come down to individual players and players that might not be really kind of swept up in the broad kind of appeal of 
or the kind of broader elements or the more specific elements of those targeted models from the bigger companies. You know, like they might go, yeah, I like Superstrat elements, but I kind of have some some ways that I want to go with it that you're not going to see from the bigger companies because they're targeting what most people want, which is, you know, a lot of people want uh, this kind of loadout on it. They want this kind of pickup combination and maybe you're looking for something different. Um, so that's what I'm getting at here. If you're into the Superstrat thing at all, but you kind of want to see something a little different, there's some little variations you'd like. You kind of have some more classic appointments in mind, perhaps, but with some very bold aesthetic choices, you're definitely going to enjoy this. I recommend you check it out, even if that is not your type of guitar at all. If you are like, no, I'm in the market for an arch top. This is not my thing at all. I recommend you check it out anyway, because it's a stunning looking guitar. And with the little sound clips and things that, that I've heard, um, the tones on this are really, really nice and different to what you would necessarily expect from this kind of loadout on there. So, yeah, without saying too much more, because I've been sworn to secrecy, I can't give too much away, but it's coming very, very, very soon. You're going to see it very soon. Just make sure you go and check out Fran Freck Guitar so you can keep up with that, because this is a build really worth seeing worth highlighting and like i say for the people who've been listening for a while you'll be familiar with uh frankfurt's work and and um yeah you're gonna want to check this out as an example of it so i've got links to uh where you can go and check out frankfurt guitars on you know social media online that sort of stuff in the description of this podcast so you just go there you'll be able to follow like whatever the hell and uh, you'll you'll be able to see this guitar is coming out it's called pegasus the pegasus you're going to enjoy it a lot it's a cool name um you'll see the little sneak peeks on there if you go check it out now and it's really worth getting to see uh a couple other things i wanted to draw people's attention to today because i think it's going to interest people so that was a cool build that you might not have seen something that's definitely on the other end of being talked about in terms of <laughs> coming from a massive company in the guitar industry we're moving to now um but something i wanted to point out on here just because i'm wanting to try and keep people up to date with live music events and live guitar events and gear events and anything that's happening um because you know with the uncertainty of last year continuing on in this year don't know when we're going to get to do stuff in person and uh, having all this virtual stuff to look forward to even if things are a bit better by that point in the future it helps me out. I think it helps a lot of you guys out as well. I hear that from people in the guitar community. Having stuff to look forward to helps. So I wanted to let you guys know that Sweetwater is again doing its Sweetwater Gear Fest as an online virtual event this year. So this is something they've been doing for a while. It's usually in person in the before times, before the uh, insanity of the apocalypse descended upon all of us. Um, you know, in the before times, they uh, did this at the store. They're massive, enormous store. I think they call it a campus, actually, a lot of the time. Um which sounds possibly pretentious until you see a picture of it and you go, no, okay, yeah, that's that's enormous. That's kind of more than a store. Um, they usually do it in person. I think they usually end up with about 20,000 people going to it. People do travel from all over the world uh, as well as all over the United States to go to Sweetwater Gear Fest. Big thing. Um, but last year, obviously, couldn't do all that sort of stuff, so they did it online. And uh, I think they had about 125,000 people come in and, and, and virtually visit online and that's really cool um i don't know if the idea is they're going to play it by ear and maybe do some in-person stuff as well um i wasn't actually sure about that but they're doing 
GearFest 2021 online as a virtual event, definitely. It's on the 25th and the 26th of June. It's free for everyone across the world to attend. There's already a bunch of artists who are confirmed. Um, you've got Billy Gibbons in there. Peter Frampton, a whole bunch of cool artists, and there's kind of more and more coming out all the time. Are they going to have workshops on, you know, how to be a guitarist in the modern age and uh, how to do this, how to do that, playing technique stuff, gear-related stuff, I guess music business side, how to become a musician, um, that kind of stuff as well uh, with a work full workshop program that's going to come out, um, as well as, you know, ways to, to kind of be in, you know, seeing a whole bunch of gear, probably do a bunch of demos, all the kind of stuff that I've... Uh, I've said has been happening in these virtual events that have kind of grown throughout the last year, the necessity of being online, you know, having more interactive things, more cool things, more kind of a wider array of things than just the, the standard that we might have seen from, uh, you know, virtual events in the before times where it was, yeah, we're doing a virtual thing, but the in-person thing is where the, 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 the actual cool interaction happens with it all being online only. We've seen a lot of, uh, you know, really, really cool efforts to make stuff more interactive. Something that did in interest me is, um, you know, I talked about this on the podcast a while ago, Toman Online um, on the Toman website uh, to swap over to Europe and their massive, massive, massive music store that's kind of a campus town on its own. Um, you know, similarly, they are an enormous store and they have had, have had events at their store, but um in the time of stuff being online they brought out stompenberg effects and i don't know if you've heard about stompenberg effects you will have heard it if you listened to this podcast i talked about it um because i tried it out and, and discussed my experience with it on the podcast it's basically a way to virtually try pedals um from anywhere in the world but you're playing through the actual pedals themselves so the analog circuitry of the actual pedal you know can be digital pedals as well whatever anyway the the circuitry of the actual pedals um are in a big rack of all this circuitry hooked up for all this crazy interesting exciting technology and in this kind of uh, live audio streaming system so that for example if i have my audio interface i have my guitar plugged into my audio interface into my computer then i got my headphones on uh just like when you're recording guitar if you go on Stompenberg Effects on the Terminal website, you will uh, be able to then select a pedal and your signal actually goes through that physical unit in the Toman HQ and then the audio is streamed back out of your playing going through the pedal to you. Um, and you can also there have like if you're experiencing latency with that or you kind of just want to listen and not play, they have like a thing where you can record yourself playing and then play that back through the pedal or they have set demo recordings of people playing guitar that you can then run through pedal and change the pedal and you can tweak the controls. You can do everything. You can any switches or controls that are on that actual physical pedal unit are uh functional on the website if you like you click and drag up and down you move the knobs around more game more level etc etc it would be really cool to see something like that um if possible kind of put into and incorporate it into one of these live events um i don't know if that's possible obviously still an enormous amount of work the amount of work these these people have been putting in with stuff like the gear fest online you know, ESP and PRS, and those people have, have run their own virtual events online in the last year. Insane amounts of work, you know, and, and often from people that that is not their normal job description sort of thing, you know, that 
they've a lot of people are learning new skills about stream musicians are doing it how to inter- create this interactive content online how to run sort of live sessions and live stream them and make them ticketed events and you know we're seeing this from bigger companies and independent musicians people trying to sort of this last year learn these skills to then be able to do this and then companies also creating new opportunities and new abilities and new technology you know advancements of the technology or opening up new things about the technology to do all this that would be a cool next step would be to see a stompenberg effects kind of thing where you can plug in and run through a pedal and i also talked about how uh, game change audio had also done a similar thing a while ago when they were sort of not releasing but preview before release previewing i believe maybe it was after release i thought it was before release the um uh their one of their pedals where you could um run through it and um essentially there was like a live stream thing so like the stompenberg effects you could run through the pedal it was actually physically set up somewhere and you could run your signal through and have the audio live stream back to you incorporating something like that into something like a gear fest event would be really really cool um obviously you know we're very hopeful at the moment that we can look back towards going to these things in person that would be awesome um i hope that is the case um wherever you are in the world but it would be it's kind of cool to see that maybe we can continue these virtual events because you know even in the time of being able to travel you know we can't afford to go to you know these things flying all over the world and and stuff it's 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 really expensive for for most of us and we can't do it so um it would be cool that if they continue developing these virtual events with the eye to well you know for example if if we're an online store and we're a company that sells online which you know all of these companies are from sweetwater to the individual guitar companies to uh, musicians selling their music online to continue this and say you know we can play in person now but we've started developing further these skills of being in the virtual spaces, which we already had obviously some of, being a social media, etc. We've developed this further in the last year, rather than just let that be something we did for a year and then screw it, never go back to it. Yeah, obviously we will want to get back to doing stuff in person, but let's also keep developing these virtual events and take all this knowledge and experience we've learned from the last year. And, uh, you know, not just have that as a dead loss or a well, making up the best we could in a terrible year and then, or year and a half or two years or whatever, and then we can finally cut loose from it and forget all about it. It would be cool to see that develop because, you know, for me, like, when am I going to get to go to uh, Sweetwater Gear Fest? But I would like to interact with this and it would be cool to see the, the, you know, to see these things get continually developed and actually get more invested in uh, using this last year as a basis. And it's kind of a silver lining of this all this crap from the last year or so to go, well, you know, that was rubbish. That was garbage. But, um, you know, we've gained a lot of skills from this let's develop it further and use that as a leaping off point from really making these virtual events as alongside the in-person ones really worthwhile commenting and keep developing them and and uh, you know maybe support and enable smaller builders smaller companies in the market to be able to get fully involved in these uh events without you know spending half their budget for the year on a flight and the setup and this and that um you know uh it would be interesting. It would be interesting. And I think one cool next step would be see, uh, to, to be seeing like a Stompenberg effects style thing incorporated into an event like a uh, virtual gear fest so that people could try pedals. You know, you see, you watch a demo, you know, let's say they get some cool YouTubers or some cool in-house people or cool artists to show off some gear and do a live set and things. And then afterwards, you can kind of go to like a virtual space, like the Stompenberg thing where whatever 
equipment they were just showing i can then like play through that rig or or play through parts of it and then it's it's like i'm getting to try it out myself and go hey it does sound that good you know and i can do this with the sound and that would be an interesting way to an example of a way to make it more interactive i'd love to see that kind of stuff develop because for me like you know we can't we can't go to all this stuff and and you know i think people like me and other parts of the world get kind of envious of a lot of stuff being in the u.s but u.s so freaking big like you know i know a bunch of people in the u.s and they go yeah i can't go to this stuff <laughs> you know it's, it's still a five-hour flight away from me or whatever you know um with you know and if it's not in a place that's like a hub airport or whatever you're starting to you know flight here and change to here and get a hotel and all this stuff and it's still too expensive for a lot of people so i think this virtual stuff really makes sense um that was that would be cool for me to see so a couple of cool things for you to check out the fran fret stuff you've got to see the pegasus it's an amazing guitar and you're gonna you're gonna get something out of this whether it's your kind of guitar that you would buy or not you're gonna kind of get to see something about um what custom guitars offer from this um the level of details and little appointments and little touches and and on this the way they come together it's not like anything you've seen before it's got it's got the familiar in there it's playing all things that people really like but it is its own thing and it's got such a personality because of that you're going to love it um also go and check out gear fest um i will leave a link to where you can find some info about the virtual gear fest thing 25th to the 26th of june this year but i'll leave a link so you can find out more details um so you can you know check it out if you want to check it out and the last thing that you will find linked in the description is today's music obviously every single episode we uh actually try, try to have some music and not just make it all about nerding out about gear and guitar and stuff because the most important thing is the music that's what it comes back to today i want to suggest an album that has recently released uh which i actually talked about a while ago because when the, the first single came out in promotion of the album uh before the album came out way back earlier this year i did talk about the single and promoted it on here because a really great track um and now the album's out so i i've been checking it out and that, yeah that that single uh did not set falsely high expectations uh the album does not disappoint so i want you to go and check out the album from zane carney or the zane carney quartet um the album is called alter ego i think you're really going to enjoy it um the song that i suggested earlier on this year is the, the the opening track brain freeze amazing guitar work some crazy virtuosic guitar work but also some really interesting tasteful and surprising bits of guitar work and the way it plays off the other instrument that sort of stuff carries on throughout the album but um it it goes to a lot of places in terms of genre it has a lot of different styles of playing incorporated often even in the same track there's there's rock rock kind of groove elements in there there's lots of blues elements there's lots of jazz elements um it's it's this free improv infused album um that has all those surprising elements to that and i love the production on it because it's really in the room it actually reminds me of listening to uh stuff from the 60s um you know it sounds like it's from the modern day it's not a recreation of that sound or anything um there's a lot of great guitar tones on here but you know it's not like a recreation of vintage tones it's just rarely do you hear an album this much sounding like it's just musicians all in the room all live together as this and obviously that makes sense because of what the album is you know the improvisation that's obviously how the album was recorded and stuff but um you know when albums are recorded like that you know in studios now there's everyone's in isolated little rooms and it all goes together i know jazz is better for this for for sounding like it's all musicians in the room but something about the energy there and the kind of physical space that it feels like the instruments are in the way it's mixed and the way it's produced um that it really feels like 
the instruments are in the room loud and when you got your headphones on or you got it out the speakers it feels like you're there in the room standing in the middle with this instrument this amp blaring from over here and this blaring from over here and this is suddenly sort of bleeding in from over here and this and this and this fading in from over here it's great it's it's a really nice sense of physical space um and it gives it a real genuine feel there's you know the playing is superb so it's not like a rough or a lo-fi feel or anything like that um even though that stuff can be cool too but this just really does feel like you're um engaged with it in the physical space um in a way that really just for some reason reminds me of like even some of the Hendrix kind of recordings give me that where the way the drums and the bass and guitar sit together I've always loved um yeah something something about that feel which uh, is hard to put your finger on don't often hear albums these days capturing that even if they have a cool uh in the room feel in some ways or if they feel very big or they feel produced in ways with the instruments sitting in all in their nice places there's something about the sense of physical space on the way this is produced that i really love and the playing's great and i just like the music um so hey yeah ticks every box for me go and check it out so i've linked to that in the description as well that's zane carney alter ego you're gonna want to check that out you're gonna want to check out pegasus from franfret and if you're a complete gear nerd or you're just really looking forward to some virtual events to keep us going whilst things are still, uh, you know, definitely not able to go ahead. And I, yeah, I saw some news the other day about some other uh, festival cancelled. And yeah, not going to bring all that up anyway. Um, but whilst all that's going on, cool virtual events to look forward to. Sweetwater Gear Fest virtual event again. I'll link to that in the description too. So go and check all that stuff out. Plenty of cool stuff. Plenty of great stuff for us to enjoy from the music to the cool guitars to the nerding out. So check all of that out links in the description look after yourselves look after one another as always i'll catch you again tomorrow